0: Love, you're, listening to friendly, you're listening to Free on Inside, your host, Minister George Lewis. the internet weekly program to inform you, to encourage you and to challenge you to be all you could be. And call in number is three one oh nine eight two forty one twenty six. That's a number that you can call to reach me out. Reach me with that studio number is is three one oh nine eight two forty one twenty six. That's also my number too, again that studio number to call in to listen to this great program free on the inside. And John said, who the son said free is free indeed We pray that you've been free to do the day that God put to your hands to do Again, that calling number is 310 And good morning, good morning, good morning to you I'm free to do the thing that God helped me to do Sit back and listen to this record and to your heart here And we'll be back with you Charlotte. Again, you'll listen to this uh, a free on the inside. Please give us a call at calling numbers 310 9 and tell us about the freedom that God has have, have, have given to you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus. On the inside, a weekly internet program to inform you, to encourage you, to challenge you to be all you could be, being free on the inside. Listen to the song, here, Listen to that. I'm free, Lord, to be all you want me to be in Christ Jesus. Help me, Lord, help me be free indeed. Be free in you. And not in, the, in my own way of thinking, but be that freedom that comes from Christ Jesus. That freedom that makes a difference. That freedom to step out on your word. That freedom to go boldly. As freedom to profess that I serve a living and risen savior. Call in numbers three one zero nine eight two four one twenty six. Call in numbers three one zero nine eight two four one twenty six. just wanna live for you, Lord. Oh,
1: uh,
0: we thank God for that, We thank. And so we're excited about what God is doing Good morning my Brother Daniel you on the net Hey,
2: how
0: you doing today? I'm doing
2: great, Hello, I'm doing great.
0: Reverend. 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 Welcome aboard, Brother I'm excited about what God is doing, man uh, Nothing new will happen to life. Yeah, I
2: thought it was going to be a, a preview show today Well, you kind of caught me off guard today Yeah <laughs>
0: You know uh, sometimes i be wanting to run some pre recorded shows but if I'm a, up an available Lord he he, he he provokes me to go on out. He's like, Go on out, you know, this is what I want you to do. Now I said, Lord, sometimes I don't feel it. He said, Well that's okay. Uh you know, it ain't about you. You just get on the earth and I take over. I think right now the Holy Spirit that took over. I'm just a passenger man and he's driving this here, so I encourage everyone to let go of the wheel and let God drive. Let God drive your passion, your desire. In your ministry. Don't try to do so too much. Let God take over.
2: Amen. You
0: know, so
2: just what's
0: going on say, the agenda for today? No, no, we're just going to do a little reflection and a little uh, uh, reminiscing, and then we're also going to do a little encouraging. You know, we're going to reflect and reminisce on what happened a couple of weeks ago at our street ministry, man. I want to thank you and your wife for coming out and supporting what we've done <laughs> with the hygiene. It's in the clothes and the show of love. And those things, man, oh, man, that, that made a difference in the people's lives, you know. It wasn't so much at the clothes and the, and the uh, hygiene kits. I, I like to refer to them as a survival pack. So whenever you hear me say a survival pack, that's a hygiene kit. Because we, we all need that. We all need a survival kit. I would never travel anywhere without having a, a survival kit. You know what I mean? You ask me to come spend the night with you, i got to get my survival kit, which is toothpaste, toothbrush, mouthwash, mm-hmm. some deodorant, and just something to make myself look presentable. And so that's called mm-hmm. surviving, man. That's called surviving. Yeah. to be acceptable yeah. to, and, and to our environment, to the other people. And then that way they say, man, we know you ain't got much going on, but you're really taking care of yourself. It said, "Now nah, that's God that's taking care of me. So we want our mm-hmm. men and women that seem to be left out, locked out, to be, to know that they can't survive. This uh, physical world and also the spiritual the,
2: uh, realm that they're in. Amen. Amen. You know, so. yeah, gonna, yeah, well, we're going to start working on something, uh, Reverend Lewis, that we've been, I've been telling you about. And I want you to try to get with me, man, sometime this week, and we're going to start going out to some of those uh, – there was a, uh, I think it's uh, he said it's something like the, the people, the men you go talk to at nighttime, and they have a little reflection of uh, what's going on in their lives, you know. Uh, a couple of days ago, I was talking to my brother, and we were going over some of the things that we were talking about how men mostly don't like to talk to other men about their problems. And when when we say something about that, we also talk about most men basically they don't want to go to a their minister or their pastor and, and basically lay it all out to them because a lot of men are afraid to to let another man know his weaknesses and his problems. But uh, yep, that yep. was one of the first that was one of the first yep. things that most I learned in being a counselor was that Confide- confidentiality is in a conference setting. When somebody tells you something, basically that's between that person and you. And some people say that client, a client. Um, when they tell you something, basically it poses most to stay in that room. You know, and then you work from there. Yeah, Brother Day, I, that's so
0: true. It should stay in that room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you well, know, that's people a- not... Trustworthy, so it, it, it's up to you to find someone, a counselor, a good friend, a physician, or someone that that's reliable, someone that's trustworthy. And God give us that ability. And if we make mistakes, so be it. We'll learn from those mistakes. But we pray that we don't make those type of mistakes because that's a very personal uh, part of our life. You know, when we're pouring ourselves out and we're looking for some solutions. And me i ought to to the encouragement. But let's we'll. Uh, we, we're solitary men We like to crawl in our little old cave We like cave bins. We only come out for, uh, for uh, substance I'm only going to work Because I need to go to work I'm only interacting with you Because I need to Not because I want to Because that's what I need to do to survive But I'd rather be by myself And that's the mindset that we have as men Not all men, yeah. but some men
1: yeah. You know
0: and man, you we we you know we we've been like that before. I'm talking about as we grow up because that's what we see. We see other men are like that. They tell you, son, don't mess with these don't mess with nobody, son, don't trust nobody. And so we grow up with that in our mind. Don't don't associate with too many people and don't trust
2: nobody. Yeah. If you look at it really, um uh, this you know, this uh this setting that we're living around that day um you know, a lot of males and, and mostly the younger people, most of the time, they're almost like, a, you know, we're living in a microwave society that uh, mostly younger people think they already know everything and they can, and they don't have to go through a trial and error a period in all fucking Just like me and you, we, when we growed up, when we did something and we got our head knocked up against a stone, it taught us something. We learned not to make that mistake no more. And then again, we it, it, might go somewhere else, and then we do make another mistake. And then you know, you keep learning. You know, Life is all about making mistakes.
0: Oh, that is so true. You know? man. So, and you know, Ricky, uh, uh, that's the purpose of, uh, uh, of this program that I have, being free on the inside, man, because sometimes we make some mistakes, and those mistakes are holding us hostage. You know, I made a mistake when I was younger. <laughs> Now, I've, I've, here I am older, and I'm still living off those mistakes I made when I when people told me that I was never going to be successful. And here I am, 60 years old, and I'm still feeling unfulfilled. I feel still feel like that I can't be uh, accepted in life, and I have no uh, no uh, value. Because someone told me when I was young that you'll never play ball or you'll never be able to achieve certain goals. And so that held us hostage, man. But if you know Christ Jesus, and you know the, and you know His desires for you, you say, "I I, I want to give you peace and comfort. I want to give you an assurance. I want to be a friend to you." And then they give you a measure of success and ability to do mm-hmm. things. You know, something, and Ricky, and I'm, I'm just gonna share this here with you. Sometimes we do things that we don't know the outcome of, and sometimes those things they scare you to death because you look around, and you mm-hmm. say, "Man." I don't know if I could be successful in this, so I'm not gonna do it. And that, and that dream lay dormant in your heart for many years because you feel like that you didn't have enough, uh, enough in you to uh, uh, to accomplish that dream and that vision. And guess what? You don't. Imagine how many people have books, have novels in their life, uh, that's invented in them, but they're not writing them. How many people have great music, uh, uh there's songs on their heart and they had and they hadn't went forward with it because they feel like they just don't have enough. I'm going to tell you a secret. You just don't have enough. Neither, none of us do, but God. But God give us exactly mm-hmm. what we need when we need it. Uh, you remember last uh, weekend, a uh, weekend before we went down to the street ministry, how crowded it was down there? And some of the yeah. volunteers called me up, and they said, man, it's so crowded, we have no place to park, and I don't think that we're going to be able to do what we need to do. And I went down there, and it looked like God had opened up a path for us, man. Right in the midst of all that going on, God had a spot for us. And when we sit up, people, they migrated over to where we was. You know, they had people on the mm-hmm. left, of them, people on the right, but people came to where we was, man, because God had already planted in their hearts. Oh, damn!
2: Yeah, yeah, man, yeah.
0: To do those things, man. So I'm not overwhelmed about the situation, man, because I know that my Christ,
2: my God, my Lord, He controls the situation. Mm hmm. Amen. Amen. And um, you know, like uh what really what you're saying, when God sends you to a spot, it's already been predestined for you to do what he's doing because you're doing his work. It might seem hard, you can't find out, man, how I'm gonna do this, man. But he just, just let go and let God take over you will take care of the rest.
0: Oh, that is so true, that brother Daniel. And you know, and once we learn that, man, that's a major success. That's what makes ministry uh, worthwhile. And sometimes things don't work out, but so what? You know, if Jesus ended up on the cross. We thought it was bad, but it was for our good. You know, mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, I must go through these things." And sometimes, Ricky, we have to go through something. I don't like it, but I have to go through it. I'm, I'm saying that we don't like it, but sometimes we have to go through these things. You know, don't yeah. nobody want to be laid out. But sometimes being laid off could be the best thing that happened to you. It could it could allow you <clears> to start another career. It could allow you yeah. to take care of some things that you had been uh putting out. It could cause you to uh, yeah. uh just look at life differently. You know, get uh, uh get moved from one state to another. I recall we had a young lady over here, a very good friend of mine and a and a regular listener. Uh she was displaced from New Orleans and it caused her to write a book. And I yep. said, my God, that situation, she turned what the enemy meant for evil, she turned around to, for good. And I said, man, yep. if, look at God. He's still doing his uh, marvelous work in this day and time. So don't tell me just because you're homeless that you can't be more than a conqueror. You have to take the mm. initiative. Yep.
2: Amen. Yeah. Amen. I look at it, too, you know, what I was saying, a lot of those people down there, they know the word, they know the word, and they know scripture. But basically, like you say, God put them in this spot, and really, it's like, it's like a. I'm not saying that everything bad is for good, but most of the, these things, like you say, are teaching them and making them a stronger person. Some. You do it do and some it don't, you know, because I'm you know, I'm I'm gonna put it I'm gonna lay this out like this. You know, uh that's one of the main things Jesus said in the last to say the poor will be with you forever. Because basically being homeless is like a mindset. You yes, can be that it. way until you think your way out of your situation.
0: You oh, well that what is that? so true. Yeah, but then you know that's two kind of hungers. There's a spiritual hunger and there's a our physical hunger,
1: physical and you know sometimes hunger. we give yeah. people
0: what they don't need. We try to take care of that physical man, but the as spiritual man is the one that needs feeding, man.
1: Yeah, we need to put yeah. that
0: bread from heaven, man, so they are hunger no more. You know, a lot of times, brother, when yeah. I was in my bed of affliction and I was on, on the oh, uh, on the downside of life, and I referred to it, people were giving me stuff that didn't make no difference in my life because they came back next week, I was still in the same position. I was doing the feeling same. The same. <laughs> Somebody yeah. told me about yeah. Jesus and all that He could yeah. do for me. My life changed.
2: Amen. And guess what?
0: Amen. It wasn't the one person that told me; it was a series of people talking to me because God have appointed people at various times to speak into my life. And I think He does the same mm-hmm. for all of us in your life, in my life, in Elizabeth's mm-hmm. life. You know, we all hear things at different settings, but it all. It all pushes us towards God. And in a relationship. And guess what? Even when you have that relationship, God is still confirming His Word through people, Mm -hmm. through places, through things. I'm talking about events where someone invites you to a a spiritual program, God is revealing stuff to you then. Whether you go to a a setting with family members, God is revealing stuff to you then. Because sometimes you're the only one there that's. That someone could talk to. They may be drinking and playing games, and you over there you socializing. And people come up to you and say, "Well, you know, how church going? And I got this problem. They'll give you an opportunity to counsel." Right when you say, "Wow, here people are—they they smoking and they drinking and they laughing, and yet I'm in the midst of all this and I'm sharing Christ Jesus. And that's what your purpose
2: mm-hmm.
0: is. Oh, to put because you in that situation.
2: Yeah." And that was one oh. going the other things with it. So Jesus, too, man, I mean, how are you around all these sons, you know, and and you around all these uh, wine? They call Jesus a wine builder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's a wine bidder.
0: You're a babbler. <laughs> yeah.
2: Babbler, babbler, yeah, wine babbler. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I, hey, hey, bro, man, I ain't
2: looked look that word up, man, in the Bible, man. I, in the, you know, I, yeah. I didn't the that what is that? Yeah, you know, he you takes know, forward with You know what? At one time, we all have been called
0: some things, man, and a lot of that stuff was true. But aren't you glad that God <laughs> doesn't? Oh, you, know, you know, I think so much of Jacob. You know, Jacob, He done a whole lot of crazy stuff and things that should have just wiped him out, uh, you know, earthly and spiritually, you know. But God preserved him and, to the point that he had an encounter with the true and living God. They say he wrestled with God, and he wrestled and mm-hmm. wrestled. Uh, God had a hope to him, but he had a hope to God, man. Can you imagine you holding on to God in, in, with your weakness, man, Hold on to God with your shortcomings, but you say, God, I ain't going to let you go until you, bless me, And what Jacob said. And God said, I'm going to change your name from a sinner to a saint. You're no longer going to be called Jacob, but you're going to be called Israel because you wrestled with God and you prevail. Mm-hmm. And that wrestling I just stayed in a relationship with God. Even if those days weren't right, I held on to God. Sometimes we got to wrestle for our salvation, brother. Yes, I'm an addict, but I'm wrestling.
2: You know, I said, well, man, I, I don't do that no more, man. He started looking at me, man. I said, what's wrong? Oh, man, a, a little beer won't hurt you, man. Uh, a, a little smoking won't hurt you, man, you know. I said, no, nah, I just don't do that no more, uh, my brothers. And then we look around. A lot of men, some of the friends you used to think you had, they don't want to be around with you because you want to partake in what they're doing. And I used to think like that, and my daddy told me. My daddy used to tell me, man, for Person leave you that quick? Like they never were your friend to start with. You know what I'm saying? They never were your friend because number one, most people around you most of the time they around you for necessities. You know, you you were just like they used to say, like yeah, you, uh you you didn't have to have a, a a lid on a barrel of crabs because the other crab would pull the crab back down out from the bucket.
0: You know what yeah, that's so true. And that's what we have to surround ourselves with with like minded people, brother Daniel. You know, that's why I'm so glad that you are my friend. We've been friends a long time and sometimes we'll disagree because that's life, but we're friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We can talk to each other, we can confide in each other, you don't have to worry about me going out telling your business and you don't have to worry about uh, I don't have to worry about you telling my business. You know, we're friends. And we check yeah. on each other, and we encourage each other. And that's what friends are for, man, because, you know, when you're successful, I'm successful, brother. I remember some time ago, uh, someone came into a little extra money, and they said, hey, let me give you some of this money, uh, uh, you know, because you're my friend. A good friend would say, no, brother, I'm going to share this here with you. We're just going to enjoy your success. I'm not going to try to take a piece of – that's how a lot of people get get, uh, hurt by people, you know, taking advantage of their success. I think so much Mm. of Michael Jackson. Mm. Michael Jackson had all the stuff that people could ever desire in this world, man. I love Michael Jackson. I love his music. Man, but he should have had somebody around him that could say, Michael, maybe, you know, you need to think about this, Michael. You don't need this surgery, Michael. You don't need this tiger. Michael, well, you don't need to
2: be buying these monkeys and these tigers and this Never Neverlands and all that like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
0: And you a, lot of, a lot of entertainers and a lot of people that are well off, they're they not surrounding themselves around a, a like-minded people, Ricky. Well, if, if they are. I guess they are. But they got the, they got the same mindset that, that they should try to get away from. You need someone to say, "Hey, yeah. I understand that you're doing good and you're successful, but there's another way of doing this." Yeah, yeah,
2: and, yeah. And that's what
0: well,
2: I just, well, you look at it like it's uh, Rem Lewis. You know, I, I look at the. the uh, I look at the world of entertainment as being something like a, now now you were you know like you say me and you used to have our little disagreements and stuff like that. But as far as I've been looking at lately, I've been looking at the world of entertainment and I look at it like this. I used to think it was like a a positive force most for most of the people that were, were poor and they raised themselves up by their bootstraps in order to be um uh, famous entertainers and be on the limelight and be on the magazines and be on the glamour magazines and look around, but as far as I've been seeing in the last ten to fifteen years and twenty years, I, I've been seeing a lot of disillusioned people in that in that industry, and I keep saying that maybe something something is lacking. And something really is not the main substance in that industry. And it's it's all about Christ. Either Christ is in that and Christ is not in that. You know, I'll put it like this too. You know, uh, when you look at um, some of those people, some people say they go to those parties, man, where they drink and they smoke and they have... All kinds of sexual things going on in those places, and I know that's not of God. You know what, what I'm saying, Reverend Lewis? And, that's and that's when it. you look at it, and, and I see people that in in, in the in the, uh, in the in the on, on the airways, there are people that are getting in trouble, a lot of stuff is being exposed about them, and you keep wondering why didn't somebody warn them, or uh, somebody didn't help them a long time ago. And maybe they wouldn't have to be going this down this road like they're going now. But, like you said before, the people that are surrounding them are on the same mindset. Yeah. That's why it's
0: always... You a know, when your little
2: boy says, birds you ever, said, bird oh, a, and you ever heard, you heard them? Birds to the floor flock together. And,
0: and you know what I'm saying? On this musical selection that you hear in the background, it said walking with your lips. Sometimes, brother, we've been hurt by life But we got to keep on You know, and how I made some mistakes But I'm going to keep on walking And as you were saying Sometimes people, they make mistakes And they surround themselves with people That uh, that encourage them to make those mistakes They feel like they can't go back And you have to have a made up mm-hmm. man That's it's, so grievous yeah. that you can't get out of them. You know, uh, yeah. just my story, man they said I was going to be addicted to drugs for the rest of my life. So please come. And, you know, mm. that may be true, but I ain't addicted to drugs now. And guess what? I've been yep. free over 20 years. But I don't take my freedom mm. for granted as an opportunity to do evil, but as a servant. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yep. walking with my shit covered. I'm walking with the thing that's holding me hostage, man, because I'm free in Christ Jesus. Mm. Mm, you know mm. what I mean? You know, brother, yeah. you, we're getting ready for our upcoming conference, man. Oh my god, this is, you know what? This is like the ninth or tenth year of 10 years doing this. I lost track. And this year uh, we we uh the, client, ladies are going to go, the ladies are gonna come and join us this year. And so we're in for a um. great time. We're gonna have a, a health segment on that, we're gonna have a domestic violence. We're gonna have a fi- uh some financial aid. And we're going to have some testimony. I'm combating. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first started these uh, conference, we used to have speaking engagements. We would have people mm-hmm. speaking. And we hadn't done yeah. that in many years. So we're bringing that back this year. But well, we're going to have oh, a okay. couple of testimonies. And we're going to have some uh, classes. But uh, mm-hmm. we're going to have a balance now. And then we want the women to come on and be a part of what we're doing. Because guess what? Women are a part of our makeup as men. You mm-hmm. so know, we need to understand. But they need to understand us. We
2: need to come together on
0: the same
1: platform. And
0: understand. So, we're going to have something there for the women, something there for the men, but we're also going to have something that will bring us all together. And and you know what, Sunday, I'm so glad and pleased that you have been our official photographer. Most of the pictures, if not all the pictures that you ever see of the conference, you took those pictures. And you've been doing a great job over the years.
2: Thank you, Reverend Lord. Thank you. I, uh, I I put a lot of work into what I'm doing, man. You know, when I back in the day, uh when I first learned I started learning, you know, process of of, of doing film and taking pictures and, and processing pictures. A lot of people think it's just something you just point a camera and just shoot. But well, it's a lot of it's a lot of mindset thing too. It's like a You visualizing certain things, you know what I'm saying. You can see a uh, uh, you can see a scene, and you can basically you can just see, just breathe life into it when you shoot that picture, because you know that picture is gonna be there forever. That image you're gonna see, it's gonna be not for yeah. I can say that it's gonna be a long time. Now these pictures, I just I used to just look in books sometimes, look at different pictures, and I say, what what was in the mind that man's mind when he shot that picture? And a picture tells a thousand things, you know. It tells a thousand things about people. You can see a lot of hurt. You can see a lot of joy. And you can see a sadness. And it can tell a story. So, you know, that's what I do when I do it, you know. And uh, I'm glad you did talk about that, you know. I mean, like we, We're talking about this video we finna shoot. It's our own now, Reverend Lewis. It's our own. <laughs> We're gonna tell a story, man. And you're gonna be one of the main stars in my in my in my movie I'm making. Well, God you ready, horse? Brother, I just I
0: just laughing. you're gonna be one of my God. main
2: stars. I, I got I got I got I got a big part in it for you, man. You're gonna be one of the main folks. You know, so I, it's just like Moses. You know, sometimes sometimes uh, I I I I can't speak too well. You know, uh, Revels. You know, uh, I got a kind of like a I don't like really telling everybody, you know. I, I kind of got like a speech impediment. I know a lot of y'all hear it, you know, sometimes out there in the listening audience. But I pray to God that he touched my mouth and he He, he touches my speech. And he helps me to say things better that some things I want to say. And some days, you know, I, I just can't say it. But then again, I go through, maybe it's through you. I, I know it's through you and you can interpret it. To me that really that some things I really want to say. You know what I'm saying?
0: I understand, brother you know, we all
2: have our Yeah, I don't tell covers. I don't tell too many people about it. I guess now in the secret side now. You know <laughs> when I was a little when I was when I was a little boy, you know, I kept quiet a lot. And it was because um uh, I didn't want nobody to make fun of the way I sp- spoke. And and I uh, I went to this school and this lady she looked at me and she said, Man, that guy's right there is real smart. This little boy's smart, but why don't he talk? And you know, and then the voice of God told me, I got time for you to talk. You just sit and just listen. Huh? He told me that. You just listen and listen to your surroundings and, and observe and later on I will give you the ability to speak, so it went on. Oh, it went on. Awesome. It went on.
0: What? And yeah. it is good that you heard the voice of God, man. I like that because somebody yeah. out there heard this man, and they're gonna say, "Wow, I, I heard the that, that voice, but I'm not familiar with it." You have to get familiar with man. the voice of God. And he revealed. Yeah, it's to a
2: part. Music. It's a part. It's a part two. It's a part two to the two. What's What's going on too? Really. And, well, you know, this was some of the period when I started, you know, learning about music. And and what really made me a a better musician was that sometimes I basically, I wanted to say with my mouth, I spoke to my instrument. Are you hearing me?
0: Yes, I hear you. Brother, I'm just reflecting on some things. You know, you were saying some stuff there that touched my heart. Sometimes we let our shortcomings and our frailties interfere with the things that God wants us to do. And I'm glad to see you with you push yourself to just to be on this program. You say, Man, I know that I'm not the very uh, best speaker, but I'm willing to you know, live my voice to the program. I'm willing to be used by God. And that takes you know, that Thank takes you some boldness, man. That takes some going hey, beyond baby. yourself. And looking to the needs of others. Imagine what other person have heard you say that, and this is said it. And, and, and for as long as this program is available, someone is going to hear it, and they going to encourage them. And that's what, uh, you know, brother. That's the purpose of our conference each year. Every year, when I that conference, man, men and women, men. I'm saying men because we've been doing it mostly for men. People that have developed ministries out of our conference. You know, Brother Prater was on our program. Brother Prater, he have a a blog talk radio program called uh, a Love Connection, and now he does a mm. show and he gets a a, a lot of viewers and hits on his program. And then we had another young man that was on this program. Uh, uh, he's uh, he have another uh, internet program called The Night Watchman, and that's what ministries is about. You put The name of the Father Holy Ghost. The testimony that you render, the show of love that you do, should provoke someone else to do better. Our desire is that those men and women that we encountered last weekend or the weekend before, that their lives are being changed by the ministry. Yes, there was other ministry down there, but perhaps our ministry made a difference in their life because they came over and they, and they stayed after mm-hmm. They were go. People that sit there and listen yeah. to the music. One guy fell on the ground. who was praying and worshiping God. God was speaking mm. to him right there, man. He was in the presence yeah. of God. That was holy ground right there for that man, yeah. for us. And you were the witness yeah. you, you saw that,
2: it, man. I saw it too. You know, and uh, you know, like I'm saying, it just, it just that spot. You keep wondering, why am I here? Why Why did God call me here? Why did God call me? All the places downtown, He sent us to that spot. You know, and then you know, all the people just started lining up, coming in, following them through it because He calls them. He calls them into that. Come over, you know, go over and You keep wondering, man, what's up? <laughs> you know, I get kind of frustrated. You know, in this work, we get frustrated in doing what we're doing too. You know, but we have to keep on carrying on, keep on carrying on. So, uh, what's going on for next week, uh, Rem Lewis? You know, I, I I'm, uh, after the, y'all know the conference is next week, and uh, you know, like, what year is this? It's about the ten year, right? Just about.
0: Yeah, I think it is, but he's a i yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and look at my archives. And, man, but we've been doing this a number of years. Actually, we did our group. Mm-hmm. Our first, it was over at, <coughs> excuse me, at my church, Shady Grove Baptist Church. And now we over at the uh, First Freewheel Baptist Church in the Duckerville area, which is a very nice facility. Mm-hmm. We have changed pastors since we first started. And the new pastor mm-hmm. said, yeah, I heard y'all are doing a great work. And so y'all could continue to come over here. And this I was like, man, that just favored Brother Daniel." And then we have a yeah. and uh, He fixed up. He's our uh, caterer, so he he prepares a meal so all the volunteers can actually participate in the conference.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we uh,
0: we have room over there to do workshops and things. And we have a uh, uh, we have access to the gym where we can come in and greet and have uh, the the pastry. They get acquainted sessions. So everything yeah. works out. And then you and I are taking pictures and and just organizing things, so it's all good. And We're going to have a great time. We're mixing some old in with some new, as always. And so you'll see some people there that's been there before, but you'll see some new people there. And I like that balancing, man. That gives people a reason to be encouraged to come out to hear from someone in the past and also look forward to hearing someone speaking that they never heard of before, they never seen. But their ministry Mm is just as important. And then yeah. it's open to uh, it's open to the men and women. We give you more information, location. I encourage everyone to come on out and see what God is doing in this season, in your life, in the life of the ministry. Being free on the inside, a weekly mm. internet program to encourage you, to inform you, and to God. challenge you. How you could be encourage you to continue to do the work that God put in your hands to do, to challenge you. Go
2: beyond yourself Go beyond your comfort zone And let God Work things out Yeah Amen Amen
0: Well uh,
2: You know I got this Got this this project And uh, What day do you mostly go out And talk with me in the conference service I think you told me one day But I forgot about it I think it's on the Tuesday evening, right?
0: What's
2: that? Well, you say you go talk to the men.
0: No, I go on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays. I do that over ten years. Well, I do a ministry session at Dallas Life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that is a great ministry. Okay. It so what happens?
2: That, what 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 happens at this session when they do this? Uh,
0: what we do, we have group sessions, sometimes sometimes we have a one-on-one session, and what we do, we just talk about current uh, issues in their life right now, where they plan on going, help them set up and make goals, work on resumes, uh, talk to them uh, about having boundaries in their life, talk to them about having boundaries in their life, and also looking at where they want to be at. Uh, after they finished I life. like, and then a ten uh, in a ten month program now, which is a drug recovery program. Oh, it's a program. ten month
1: program.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. for the first for the first two months they'll uh uh they'll uh cannot leave the facilities. They're in a uh, uh-huh. quarantine. In the first two months, uh-huh. and then the, uh and then the first phase, which is
1: uh, three phases.
0: mm uh-huh. Which is uh, we have two months. I'm sorry, two months. And then the first two months, yep. they're they quarantined or they can't go anywhere. And then the next uh, uh, few months, they can uh, uh, they can, uh, go out and start looking for a job. It's very important for those men to so, uh, start working again. It's very important uh-huh. for them to get back to their feet. But it's also very important for them to work the program, when they, which consists yep. of life skills, learn how to write a resume, mm. learn how to, uh, uh, learning the proper techniques of interviewing. Learn how to use a computer for job searching, and learn how mm-hmm. to network. You know, uh, uh, networking is a great asset to people's recovery because I need to be able to talk to people and see. A, uh or uh, be able to have that relationship because someone may have something I need, was a job, a referral, and those are things that have been in the program. But my primary deal, uh will make sure that I go down there. I minister to their spiritual needs, along with their physical needs. Again, we talk about job readiness. I, I even help guys fill out the application. Some guys, believe it or not, don't even are not familiar with applications. So we we get an application off the internet, and I start telling them, "Hey, first line is your life," and I also tell them to start keeping copies of a uh, resume on their phone. You know, because everyone have a phone, so. Your jobs, all the jobs that you have, put them in your phone. So when you go in to fill out an application, you can pull that out and say, okay, this date, and at this time I was working here, along with the address and a contact number. And guys, yeah, tell you know, me, man, I used to go out and fill
2: an application out,
0: man. A lot of stuff you don't know, man. It's
2: like yeah, a lot of questions, a lot of yeah. stuff, man. You forgot about it, man. You know, dog. Oh. Then, you know, yeah. you want to write it out. Right now, they got it out. Now, you can't take those applications home. Back in the day, we used to take them home and fill them out and bring them back in. But they don't like for you to keep this stuff nowadays. Most of the time, yeah. when you leave, <laughs> if they ain't complete, they're, they're going to shred them up anyway.
0: And I don't know say, it. A lot of people don't even take paper applications anymore. Most of them
2: are done online. Yeah. Online. Yeah, online. So, if you're not computer literate. Basically you can, you can you can write you can write it up <laughs> You know. And you you know shot out the computer lyrics. I mean you know I mean I remember when the computer first came out, Jody you know, uh I went down there to Bill, Bill the Priest Academy yeah. down there and they taught me a little bit about, you know, the the, the history and the different things, uh, the different parts of the computer and what was a file and what was a uh, what was what are you talking about? a file of documents and all this then I saw then then you know and then then I we can go back to what I was saying that our uh, God put you in a situation and you know when I you know I used to work for the school and you know when the computers first came in, Jody man, I saw all of the f- the major starting of the computer. You know, they had these big old bulky computers they brought in. I think the first one they had in the school district was the card index. You know, and they left the card index and they got these other IBMs and they was real big and bulky and then they got rid of them. They bought these uh compacts and they was real, you know, they got hot and they burned up a lot. And we got, we started having a lot of a lot of them sitting up in the in the corners, man, because, you know, school board them and they burn up and they can't use them no more. You know what I'm saying? So they go buy another and then I think they bought the uh, HP and then they went to HP and the HP been lasting for a kind of while, you know. But uh, I saw it, I just saw it evolving. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And at the, But at the same time, I was looking and I was learning at the same time, Reverend Lewis, you know. And what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. God put me in that place, and I kept wondering, why he got me here? But he was teaching me. You know, I was learning. I was learning how to be a teacher. I was learning how to be a, a mentor with the kids. I'm talking to the kids, and I'm telling them things. I'm relating to them. He was teaching me about computers. He even taught me about sports. <laughs> you know? I learned how to be a coach. Everything. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying, God put you at these different spots. And you keep wondering, man, why? But then again, it, it comes to a time when he'll tell you, leave. You hear me? That
0: let, let is it, let it so true, though, brother. And, you know, and, and uh, we also... He'll tell uh,
2: you, it's time for us to leave. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> The time you go go and if you don't move and God tells you to move sometime he'll make that situation bad for you. <laughs> you hear me. You hear me? I will make bad. that he make that spot unpleasant for you. You know, he can put a he can put a, a person over you that's real dog man, I mean I don't like it here no more. It's time for you to go. God I already told you to leave. Well, you just hanging on because you just want to be comfortable. I know I, a lot of people out there listening. I was gonna test what I'm saying. They can hear me the same way. They can hear me what I'm saying. He'll make that job uncomfortable until you, you do what I tell you to do. Hmm. That's a word for yep. the day. And yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. I just saw smiling when you were saying that, though,
0: brother Dave, because. I have been in environments like that before and I'm pretty sure a lot of us have been and what things are uncomfortable, but we refuse to let go. And it gets so tough on you, man, that we still have the marks on those, those uh, I will put it this way, where our hands are still have those uh, those scars or those mark prints where we were holding on so much that it was literally just burning us up, man, you know. No, t- like, I t- t- take example of a hot iron, uh, hot iron. You touch that iron and it hardly leaves us the mark of that iron on your fingertips. Sometimes we hold on to things so long that it leaves a mark in our body, man. You know, Paul said, "Hey, mm-hmm. I got this experiment going on so long, Lord, and I'm praying on it, now, Lord. Take it out of me. This thorn in my flesh, this thorn that's, that's keeping me from having that relationship with you, and throwing that's agony, and throwing that always popping up. We don't know what that thing is, but it let us know, man, that God is always with us, man." You know, he said, hey, my grace is sufficient for you. You know, because sometimes we don't want to let go of some things. Because if I left this situation, this job, would I be, uh, you know, would I still have success? If I walked out of this relationship, could I still survive? If I changed locations, are you still there uh, with me? You know, so I understand what you're saying. And you know, that's powerful enough, brother. Look back on our life yeah. and see how fuck it brought us. All of them mm. you know. Now, man, man, we're a part of our life. What like that we can encourage the younger generation. We have a lot to offer them and, and tell them. And guess mm. what? They want to hear. I, I'm getting ready uh, next week, man. I'm going over to the juvenile, and we're gonna start our community garden again. And some young mm. people don't like it, I, but guess what? Once they get to see the value of it and see, it, start seeing the benefit of it. Uh, and you
2: know still, you know real I you know i'm glad you, I'm glad you did say something about that today. me and my wife we were looking at some videos on on the on uh youtube, and we were looking at how it seemed like they're doing something to our food, man, you know this is like they're taking all the nutrients out the food, man, you know look you look you look at a noble. No Gullin Gillian, what they call it? Gullin Gillian. No uh, uh no H-HBO, HMO. You know, and your food. Sometimes you can go eat, man. Sometimes you don't even feel full. You know. I just went to Mac. I just went to McDonald's and ate three hamburgers, In the next yeah, ten yeah. minutes I'm still hungry.
0: What's up? You know. That's that's why at our conference, we're going to have a nutritionist there. Uh, we're going to have a nutrition segment, a nutritionist. It's going to talk to us about eating and good health. I think it's very important, you know, not only that we be saved and sanctified, but we be in good health. It's important for us to come together and talk about our health issues because sometimes we didn't take – uh, we did not uh, take care of ourselves when we was out there running mm-hmm. around, staying up all night, drinking all day and night, Running around, just living any kind of uh, life, you know. And then when we get saved and satisfied, we all broke down.
1: us
0: yeah. only doing what we doing, so we can't do it no more. And it, we didn't have no life change. We, we just couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stay up and chase the women all day. I'm saved and sanctified. No, you just couldn't chase them no more. You got too old, <laughs> you know. So I can't do the things I used to do, cause. But then when you have a life-changing event in your life, it ought to be a life-changing event. It, is, it should be something that going gone tomorrow or next week. It should make a difference in your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Rebels, I want y'all to kind of, you know, I want to get a little prayer for the day. I'm going through some things, man, with my body, man, my feet, man, been hurting me. And it's, it's got something to do with just what I was talking about today, about how, you know, I'm on a job, man, and I'm, I'm tired, man, and I've been working in for a while, and, and, you know, it's kind of time for me to go. It's time for me to go to New Horizons, you know. I had a I had a, I had a principal, man, that I worked for one time, and he was that was one of his main words. Always go for your highest zenith. Always in your life, always go to your highest zenith. I said, what's a zenith? (laughs) And I went and looked in the dictionary, and a zenith is a high spot on a mountain. Always go for your highest point in life, you know?
0: Oh, I like
2: that. You you got a capability in your mind and your body. I always go for, for, for the highest spot, you know. I used to get kind of angry at some people. I see them, man, they come over me, and and they start getting promoted. And I see this guy, man, I trained him, man, and look around, and three in two years, he was already my boss. And I got kind of angry. And then, you know, some told me, that just don't get angry. You had the opportunity to do it, but you just didn't, you know, step when I told you to step. <laughs> you know, well, let's go back to what I was saying at first. And then it went on about another two years. Like, they got this little guy in. I trained him. I started teaching him stuff. And then I'm a good teacher. And he he, he started, he moved up, too. And I kind of, man, you know, I said, God, what's up with it? And then word came back to him again. You didn't step when I told you to step. You can't get mad at other people because they get promoted. You know, some people get so socially promoted, and some people got do got good qualities. And you know, some people see the qualities inside them and they push them up. You know, then you got some leaders and you got some followers. You know, some people are leaders and some people are followers. Put it like that, but in life. You have the ability to do all you can do in in life if you in through God and I put it like that. God gives us all the ability to do and to think and to read and to reason and to seek after him, which we should do. And that's our word for today. That's our word for today. That's a,
0: that's a great word again, what's that word that you use? Yazina? Zeus. Zenith. Zenith. I like that. I like reaching for your highest uh goal, reaching for the uh for success in your life. Reaching uh, yeah. past your own insecurities. Oh, Ricky, I yeah. love that. I love I love that brother. Thank you for sharing that with us. And we're gonna, uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna lift you and your family up in prayer and all our listening audience and myself. You know, because yeah. these are challenges as we're in. And, you know, as I was doing my uh, study period, I, I studied as often as possible, and it was saying that about ministries and, and about being in ministry, that we uh, there's, this is a spiritual warfare. You know, not just on the outside, not external, where we fight the enemy on the job and family and stuff. Sometimes we're battling in our own heart and our own mind, man. We're battling with our yeah. own self-worth in ministry. Am I able to do what I say I can do? Can I keep the faith? And that's a battle, brother. Because there was mm-hmm. some some pastors just get overwhelmed by the situation and quit. I never thought about a pastor quitting, but you know me, me and you know personally, people quit ministry. They just fall off the deep yeah. end, you know. When they ministry was on fire they went down. I said, "Whoa, man, what happened to them?" But we pray that we continue to hold up. If don't nobody ever know uh, hear of us again, I want them to say, "For surely I know that they're still following Christ Jesus." I love, oh, I, really? I love, and I love those adventure movies where people get stranded on an island or get lost at sea, and they do whatever it takes to survive. And that's the way the Christian life mm-hmm. ought to be. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to hold on to my relationship with Christ Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And nothing come between me and God. No height, no depth, no principality, no spiritual things above or beneath are going to ever separate me from the love of Christ Jesus. You know, brother, that's saying a lot. Because yeah. guess what? When we log off this program, we're going to be challenged in our home. We'll be challenged in, in the community. We'll be challenged in our own mind, in our own heart. But don't hmm. ever let any of those he separate us from the love of Christ Jesus. Brother Daniel, we're to get on out of here, man. Thank you, thank Amen. you, thank you for being a this program. Didn't have the guest this morning and I wanna thank you, brother. And I'm looking forward to us, us continuing this line of conversation at a later date along with the guests and the listening audience. And again, it, it, you know, each one of you are welcome to call the program. I have the line and then a lot of people say they want to listen. That number is 310 982 As we are ready to get out of here, we're going to turn this this portion over. We're going to ask Him to intervene on our behalf. We're going to ask Him to continue to bless us the way He sees fit. Question Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, with surpass and understand. Thank you for another day that wasn't promised to us. Thank you for this opportunity to share with, with friends, family, and all loved ones how good you've been loved. Lord, you don't make no mistakes. You use everything that we encounter for your good, dear Lord. You show yourself mighty in each one of our lives, dear Lord, for how you pick us up, how you set us on, on, on a firm foundation, how you made things right in our life. Precious, Lord, sometimes we don't feel it, but we know without a shadow of doubt that you are God. There is no other. Dear Lord, we lift up Brother Daniel and his family, dear Lord, and Brother Daniel is going through, do so. Lord, let him know that there's nothing too hard that you uh, that you can't cure. Lord, we ask you to give him comfort and assurance that things are going to be all right. Dear Lord, if he goes to the doctor, let the doctor make it positive. Uh, a diagnosis of the case and let him know that things are gonna be alright if he he, uh, been administered some medicine dear Lord let you work through the medicine dear Lord let you be the hands of the caretaker in the name of Jesus let brother Daniel have a a made-up man for Christ I live for Christ I die watch over his family dear Lord you know the heart you know his wife heart dear Lord a great evangelist for the Lord dear Lord allow her to stay on the battlefield allow her not to be overwhelmed by the situation we give you glory in everything they do, dear Lord. Thank you once again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for allowing us uh, to do the work that you started many, many years ago. Not by power nor by might, but through your Holy Spirit. Thank you for that freedom, dear Lord, that you give each, every one of us. Not to use that freedom for our own benefit, but to use that freedom as a servant of Christ Jesus. Thank you, dear Lord. The Lord we end this here prayer. Praying for our brother and our sister. Praying for a man of oneness. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Great great episode of Free On The Inside. We're uh, going to end this session of our program right now. We pray that you're being blessed. And for this is the day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Until we meet again, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the name of Jesus, Amen and
2: Hallelujah. Amen, and that's.